Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Top husband, this is Kyle Cooper. Failing to properly fix and maintain D.C. government buildings could end up costing the city millions, according to a new affidavit. Asian markets mostly higher. The Wizards leading the Timberwolves at Capital One Arena. It's 108 to 97. Got just a few seconds left in the third. And what's behind the commander's winning ways? Nine o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. President Biden calls on Congress to intervene in stalled rail contract talks to avert a strike. Details from CBS's Stephen Portnoy. In a statement, the president says Congress should immediately impose the terms of the tentative agreement reached by union leaders and railroad bosses in September. That deal was rejected by the rank and file of four of the 12 unions in the industry. The workers opposed to the agreement say it does not include enough paid sick leave. The president notes in his statement that he's pro-labor and that he's reluctantly taking this step. In 1992, then-Senator Joe Biden voted against congressional intervention to end a railroad strike that lasted for two days. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says they'll take up legislation this week. Americans are expected to drop more than $11 billion this Cyber Monday. CBS's Jared Hill. The National Retail Federation predicts nearly 64 million Americans to do some shopping today. Eric Matisoff from Adobe Analytics says... The fact that Cyber Monday is a big deal is because it's been ingrained into the culture. Folks expect to have big discounts on that day. Jared Hill, CBS News, New York. China's leader, Xi Jinping, is facing a wave of public anger and demonstrations over his zero-COVID policy. The White House says President Biden is monitoring the largest Chinese protests in decades. CBS's Ed O'Keefe reports. The unrest is now affecting global markets. Shares of Apple fell nearly 3% after reports the company could see production losses at a Foxconn factory in eastern China, where workers have protested COVID restrictions and the lack of bonus payments. In Buffalo, New York, a self-described white supremacist who killed 10 black people at a supermarket in May pleads guilty to multiple counts of murder and a hate-motivated domestic terrorism charge. Erie County District Attorney John Flynn. No individual in the history of the state of New York has been found guilty of that domestic terrorism charge motivated by hate until today. Heavy snow is falling in Park City, Utah, and more is expected in the country's midsection, while the southeast is in danger of a potential tornado outbreak into tomorrow. Meteorologist Mike Bettis from the Weather Channel. Snow across the plains from, say, Denver, Colorado, all the way to the UP of Michigan. Some areas, five to eight inches of snow anticipated. And then there's a likely severe weather outbreak across the Mid-South and the Gulf Coast states, and tornadoes could be prevalent as well. Thick smoke rises from a fireworks store in West Melbourne, Florida, after a driver plows into it. Hopefully everybody got out safe. Prayers, everybody send out prayers for these people. The video from Joshua Terman 10 on Twitter. This is CBS News. This fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed for recent Omicron variants. Learn more and schedule your updated boosters at vaccines.gov. It's 9.03 on Monday evening, November 28th, 2022. We're at 46 degrees down to the 30s to near 40. Good evening. I'm Michelle Bash. 
The top local stories we're following this hour. Can you imagine being inside that small plane that crashed into a power transmission tower in Gaithersburg and hung there about 100 feet above the ground for hours? Well, this evening, there's an update on the pilot and passenger who were inside. Here's WTOP's Stetson Miller. Montgomery County Fire Chief Scott Goldstein said on Monday afternoon that the pilot and passenger hurt in the crash are now doing better. We have two people that we transported to a local trauma center. Both of those folks, the condition has improved. One is still in the hospital. They were rescued just before 1 a.m. on Monday. About three hours later, crews removed the plane from the power lines. They stabilized the plane by the crane, then segmented the plane and the engine from as two pieces lowered the plane to the ground. The plane remains on scene and will be inspected by the NTSB. Stetson Miller, WTOP News. We're also learning tonight that the NTSB plans to release a preliminary report of their investigation into the crash in two to three weeks. Meanwhile, the crash has raised fresh concerns among neighbors who have long complained about noise and safety concerns near Montgomery County Air Park. Members of a Gaithersburg area citizens group say Sunday night's plane crash highlights their concerns about safety. Concerns they say on their Facebook page that are not given enough attention by county officials. Council President Gabriel Burlos was asked about that. This will obviously be an ongoing discussion, um, and there's nothing more important than the safety and security of all of our county residents. The air park is operated by the Montgomery County Revenue Authority, and CEO Keith Miller says the airport manager reviews complaints about noise and safety. Practically all of them come in that the pilots are operating and doing what they are supposed to be doing. Members of the Citizens for Air Park Safety insist there needs to be more oversight. Kate Ryan. WTOP News. It's 9.05. A woman accused of shooting her husband in a D.C. hotel room is cutting a deal with prosecutors. As WTOP's Kyle Cooper reports, the man is a former police officer accused of sexually abusing children. 50-year-old Chantiri Weems is pleading guilty to aggravated assault and carrying a pistol without a license. Weems is accused of shooting her husband, James, a former Baltimore cop this summer, while confronting him about sexually abusing kids at a daycare she owns. He is facing 30 charges. Charges connected to abusing several children. Shantiri Weems could get two years in prison under the deal. Sentencing is set for February. She's being held in jail. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. D.C. is getting a failing grade from the city's auditor when it comes to keeping up with repairs to its aging school buildings and other city buildings. The office of the D.C. auditor says workers at the Department of General Services often failed to give a date when work would be done on repairing locks and doors, electrical services and heating and cooling repairs. Also, stunningly, the auditor says instead of using photo documentation to show repairs were done, workers sometimes used stock images picked off the Internet rather than actual photos from the site of the repairs. D.C. Councilman Phil Mendelson spoke with WTOP. He says it will end up costing the city more. The central component of any good maintenance system, which is work orders, is a mess. And the result is that it's costing the city millions of dollars. Because, as we know, when maintenance isn't done timely, uh, the need for repairs only increases and the cost as well. Stay with WTOP. We will bring you updates when we have them. 
A 16-year-old student is charged with bringing a gun to Frederick Douglass High School in Upper Marlboro. Just after 8.30 this morning, another student alerted both the school resource officer and Prince George's County Public School security that the teenager was showing off the gun on the school bus. The officer and security personnel found the student. An unloaded gun and ammunition was found in the boy's backpack. The student is charged as an adult with three weapons charges. Coming up after traffic and weather, another example of why your vote is so important. At least half of all state legislatures are expected to have veto-proof majorities next year, giving them the power to overrule governors and amend state constitutions. We'll take a deep dive into this topic with Steph Kite who writes about it for Axios. It's 9.07. Ever open a kitchen cabinet and your pans fall out on the floor? Or reach for spices and everything falls out? Whether your kitchen needs a spruce up or a major remodel, a free consultation with an experienced designer at Cabinet Discounters will get you started. See photos of gorgeous kitchen and bath projects and find hours and locations of our seven showrooms at CabinetDiscounters.com. We have fantastic career opportunities for experienced kitchen designers. Check it out at CabinetDiscounters.com. Cabinet Nine oh eight. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get one hundred dollars off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the eights to the traffic center and Bob Imler. In Prince George's County, northbound 210 after Swan Creek and Livingston Roads, the crash. All lanes are blocked. There may be an investigation. Traffic is getting by on the service road. Caller says uh, by the CVS you can get around it and continue north. Um, and heading up toward the Beltway. Southbound traffic does get by. Meanwhile, uh, things are running pretty well around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia. On 95 on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, all is quiet on each. 270 as well, 50 out to the Bay Bridge, each running well. Southbound George-Washington Parkway still backed up pretty badly, getting into Reagan National Airport and also 233 coming from Route 1 as well, as a lot of folks undoubtedly or Heading home from their holiday, 395 and 95 in Virginia, and 66 each running without delay both ways. How can you make sure a holiday meal is available for a family in need by providing a grocery bag through Central Union Mission for just $25? Give today at missiondc.org. Bob Imler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. A seasonably cold night across the region with lows in the 30s to around 40 and a few clouds around. For tomorrow, clouds increase throughout the day. Temperatures warm to around 50. And then on Wednesday, we'll have rain, especially for the morning and midday hours, with strong winds gusting up to 40 miles an hour. Temperatures actually warm to near 60 on Wednesday by Thursday. We're in the 40s, and as winds stay stiff, we'll have wind chills in the 20s and 30s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 50 at the wharf in D.C. and in Oxon Hill right now. It's 46 in Laurel. Lows in the 30s to around 40 overnight. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 9-10. Now a follow-up to campaign 2022. Candidates in battleground state races who denied or questioned the results of the 2020 election were defeated for positions that oversee, defend, and certify elections. Those watching threats to democracy say that's a great thing, but another danger looms. Half of all state legislatures are on track to have veto-proof majorities. That's both Democrats and Republicans. This hands the party in power a historic level of control over elections, redistricting, abortion rights, gun laws, and other major policies. Dimitri got on Skype to discuss this with Axios politics reporter Steph Kite. 
Certainly the fact that so many of the people who are directly denying the election results from 2020 did not win election is an important step for democracy. But there are, of course, other trends to be looking for as we move forward. And one of those is looking at who controls state legislatures and state governments as a whole. As of right now, about half of all state legislatures are on track to have veto-proof majorities, meaning the party in power in the state legislatures has the ability to override a veto from the governor. And that's just an example of state-level lawmakers having more control and fewer checks and balances on their power. And that certainly can have impacts when it comes to democracy because these state legislatures often control voting laws in the state and redistricting in the state. So who is in control at the state legislature level often has a huge impact on how democracy functions at the state level. And a good example of that is Wisconsin, right? It's really just the governor's veto standing in the way. Exactly. And in Wisconsin, Republicans were attempting to get a supermajority in the most recent midterms, and they fell just short of that supermajority, which, again, really protects the power of the governor's veto there and is keeping at bay that statewide abortion ban that has been pushed by Republicans in the state. So in addition to everything you've explained about what's happening on the state level. We, of course, have the U.S. Supreme Court here in D.C. Can you explain a case that they're looking at that may also give state legislatures additional power and, again, very much to the specific subject of elections? There is a case that the Supreme Court is poised to weigh in on that deals with independent state legislature theory. And this is what was once a fringe doctrine that has now gained some more steam lately in the in the public knowledge. So this theory essentially says that state legislatures should have total control of anything related to elections. And essentially, depending on how the Supreme Court weighs in, this case could end up giving state legislatures essentially full control over redistricting, over voting laws, and it would essentially bar governors and state courts from intervening. Is there a connection to former President Trump and his efforts to stay in power in late 2020 and early 2021? Well, it was exactly this independent state legislature theory that former President Trump and his allies often pointed to as the reason to allow GOP-controlled legislatures to overrule the popular vote and submit electors for a different presidential candidate in presidential election years. So this is something that has gained traction, particularly among Trump's followers. And it's also something we've seen lawmakers in certain states, including Kansas and North Carolina, point to as reason for them to be allowed to gerrymander their maps. That is Axios politics reporter Steph Kite. And coming up here on WTOP, a good night for the Wizards so far. They're in the fourth against Minnesota. We'll go to Rob next. It's 914. The following is a paid commercial by Eli Lilly. Living with metastatic breast cancer can be overwhelming. When I received my diagnosis, I didn't need anyone to tell me I was strong. What I needed was more time. Presenio, a bimciclet, 150 milligram tablets plus Wolvestra is for HR positive, HER2 negative metastatic breast cancer that has progressed after hormone therapy. In a clinical study, women taking Presenio in combination with Fulvestra live significantly longer for a median of 46.7 months versus 37.3 months on Fulvestra alone. Diarrhea is common, may be severe, or cause dehydration or infection. At the first sign, call your doctor. Start 
start an antidiarrheal and drink fluids before taking Fresenio. Tell your doctor about any fever, chills, or other signs of infection. Fresenio may cause low white blood cell counts, which may cause serious infection that can lead to death. Life-threatening lung inflammation can occur. Tell your doctor about any new or worsening trouble breathing, cough, or chest pain. Serious liver problems can happen. Symptoms include fatigue, appetite loss, stomach pain, and bleeding or bruising. Blood clots that can lead to death have occurred. Tell your doctor if you have pain or swelling in your arms or legs, shortness of breath, chest pain, and rapid breathing heart rate. Common side effects include nausea, infections, low blood cells, and platelets, decreased appetite, headache, abdominal pain, fatigue, vomiting, and hair thinning or loss. Tell your doctor about all your medical conditions and medications you take, and if you're nursing, pregnant, or plan to be pregnant. Strength is one thing. The chance to spend more time with the people I love, that's everything. With Fresenio, more time is possible. Ask your doctor if Fresenio is right for you, and visit Fresenio.com or 1-844-837-9364. Fresenio is available by prescription only. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. And here's Rob Woodfork. All right, Michelle, off the top of my head, I think this might be the highest scoring output for the Wizards this season. Right now leading the Minnesota Timberwolves 133 to 111. We still have five minutes left to go in the fourth quarter of a game in which the Wiz have topped 60% shooting for much of the nights. They've made 15 of 25, uh, 29 from three-point range. Kristaps Porzingis, the uh, main culprit here tonight, 38 points to lead all scores in the game, 29 of that coming in the first half. He's made 6 of 10 from three-point range. And the Wiz trying to emulate Virginia Tech's home court success against Minnesota, the Hokies, uh, beating the Golden Gophers 67-57. They stay undefeated at home. Does Virginia Tech Monday night football every bit as ugly as you'd expect for a matchup of two teams with seven combined wins this late in the season. The Steelers uh, right now leading the uh, Colts 13 nothing as we are approaching halftime in Indianapolis. Uh, that last digit also represents how many yards Indy had in the first quarter. It's the third time this season a team has been held to zero or fewer yards in an opening quarter. And oh, by the way, the Colts in the midst of their only drive that has crossed midfield. It's been that bad for them tonight, although they just made a field goal, so uh, they won't get shut out. Uh, as uh, you've heard throughout uh, the last 24-plus hours, Washington Commanders, best team in the NFL since week six. They're 6-1 six and one record uh, and plus seven turnover ratio. Best in the league during that span. The defense allowing the third-fewest points and fourth-fewest yards. We'll hear what Ron Rivera has to say about that coming up at 9.45. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. One of those two people rescued from a plane trapped in a Gaithersburg electrical transmission tower last night is now out of the hospital. The plane crash knocked out power to tens of thousands, but that power has since been restored and the plane has been removed from those wires while the investigation starts into how that crash happened in the first place. The suspect in a racially motivated mass shooting in a Buffalo supermarket has entered a guilty plea guaranteeing a sentence of life in prison without parole. He could still face the death penalty on federal hate crimes charges. And the Senate is closing in on a final vote to protect same-sex and interracial marriage. That final vote on the Respect for Marriage Act expected to come during this lame duck session. Stay with WTOP with more on these stories in just minutes. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Prince George's County, northbound traffic on 210 can get by the crash after Swan Creek Road by using the service road. And that is the only way you're getting by, uh, by the CVS. You can get around it, but otherwise the lanes are blocked on the main part of 210 itself. Northbound after Swan Creek, 
There may be an investigation with this crash. Now, southbound traffic does get by on the Beltway through Montgomery and Prince George's counties and on the Virginia side. Everything is running pretty well. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, as well as 270 each without delay. And all's quiet on 50 out to the Bay Bridge. Now, in Virginia, southbound on the George Washington Parkway and coming off of Route 1, very slow getting into Reagan National Airport. A lot of folks apparently heading home from their holiday 395 and 95 each in great shape, as is 66 in both directions. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Now your forecast with Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. Low temperatures tonight falling into the 30s to around 40 with mainly clear to partly cloudy skies. Expect a mix of clouds and sunshine on your Tuesday. Dry conditions tomorrow with highs around 50. I do have rain in the forecast on Wednesday, especially through the early afternoon hours. Otherwise, cloudy skies with strong winds gusting up to 40 miles an hour. Blustery winds out there on Thursday, putting wind chills in the 20s and 30s and highs in the 40s. But we will have plenty of sun. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Stimulator Draper. 50 degrees at Tyson's Corner, 40 in Potomac and 50 at L'Enfant Plaza. Lows tonight in the 30s to around 40 degrees. Still ahead on WTOP, a shooting and police chase in Stafford County. And police are still searching for one man. It's 920. Here's Christian Dorsey, the vice chair of the Arlington County Board. On the discussion, Amazon and community partners team up to provide equitable skills training opportunities as part of ongoing HQ2 investments sponsored by Amazon. When you think about development that requires a workforce, it's great if you can find those people locally. If they can be renewed, then you see the benefits rippling all throughout a community. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Amazon. Hi, I'm Holly Sullivan, Vice President of Worldwide Economic Development at Amazon. Here at Amazon, we're fueled by innovation and are proud to be building our second headquarters in Arlington, an investment that will create 25,000 new jobs over the next decade. Across the DMV, Amazon is cultivating talent by ensuring equitable access to education and skills training by teaming up with organizations, public partners, local businesses, and education institutions. We're working to build a long-lasting pipeline that will benefit the region for years to come. It's 921. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Grab the perfect get-up-and-go breakfast for you and your crew. Right now, two soft and fluffy, fully loaded sausage burritos are just 3 bucks on the $1-2-3 menu. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The, is it morning yet? Deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Wake up with a little splash of sweetness. Get any size iced coffee from caramel to hazelnut to French vanilla for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. At United Bank, the community bank of the nation's capital, we know the financial decisions you're making to keep your families and future secure. With a long history of safe, sound, relationship-driven banking practices, 
we provide our customers with peace of mind protection. We offer the best of both worlds, the technology, products, and expertise you expect from a big bank, but with the personal touch and local decision-making only a local community bank delivers. Learn more at bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC. This is WTOP News. 922. The suspect in a triple homicide in Southern California who died in a shootout with police was himself a law enforcement officer from Virginia. The San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department says 28-year-old Austin Lee Edwards of North Chesterfield is believed to have driven across the country to meet a teenage girl he met online before killing three members of her family and taking off with her last Friday. The teen has not been identified, but police believe Edwards deceived her with a false identity known as catfishing. The girl is now in protected custody. Spokespeople say until last month, Edwards worked for Virginia State Police and was recently hired by the Washington County Sheriff's Office in Abingdon, Virginia. A man is on the run after a shooting and police chase in Stafford County. The county sheriff's office there says they responded just before four this afternoon to the England run apartments on Elkton Drive for reports of shots fired. When they got there, someone behind got behind the wheel of a red sedan and took off. Deputies located that car on Enon Road and a pursuit began along Route 1. Here's Sheriff's Major Sean Kimmitz. One suspect bailed out at the intersection of Enon Road and Hulse Chapel Road, and we are searching for that suspect. When that chase ended near Potomac Creek, deputies found two people in the car with gunshot wounds. They were both taken to the hospital. Deputies continue to investigate and search for the missing driver. After busting a window to get into a Silver Spring dealership shortly before 2 this morning, four criminals are now on the run in several used luxury cars. Caught on video, you can see at WTOP.com, four people are seen entering the Universal Auto Group on Distribution Circle in Silver Spring through a smashed window. Once inside, Montgomery County police say they swiped a bunch of sets of car keys. Then using the fobs, they went around the dealership, found four cars, got inside, and drove off in them. Now, investigators want your help finding the Hot 20. 17 Mercedes-Benz GLS, gold 2019 Mercedes-Benz GLC, white 2019 Mercedes-Benz S450, a white 2019 BMW X3, and the crooks behind the wheels of those cars. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. The end of the year holidays can be stressful and not just on your mind. Emotional stress can be bad for your back. Unpacking decorations, putting up lights, wrapping and moving presents, making meals. If you're trying to do things too quickly, then you're not taking into account the ergonomics and how to take better care of your back. Dr. Yash Mehta of the Virginia Spine Institute. Am I making sure that I have the proper technique? Am I keeping the objects closer to my body versus away from my body? Am I lifting with my knees or am I lifting with my back? Mehta also says do whatever works for you to reduce stress. Stress can also cause the muscles to tighten and put your back and your whole body in not the best um, zen mode and set you up for some issues down the road. Chrissy King, WTOP News. 925 Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Denise Pellegrini. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. U.S. stocks getting smacked down by Fed officials talking tough on inflation. St. Louis Fed President Jim Bullard says markets may be underestimating the chance of higher rates. And New York Fed President John Williams says policymakers have more work to do. Concerned about China's COVID fighting and the protests there also weighing on sentiment. And the Dow down 498 points. The S&P 500 down 62. The Nasdaq down 177. Some possible changes at Walt Disney theme parks 
returning CEO Bob Iger telling employees today he'll look into some of his predecessors' controversial decisions, including requiring guests at theme parks to have reservations, and also the way the company moved thousands of staffers to Florida from California. And no college degree? No problem. The Wall Street Journal says because of the tight labor market, more companies, including Google, Delta Airlines and IBM, are dropping degree requirements, even for some high paying jobs. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Denise Pellegrini on WTOP. Asian stocks are mixed at this hour. The Nikkei is down about a half a percent. Coming up after traffic and weather on WTOP, the latest on how those two people rescued from a dramatic plane crash in our area are doing tonight. It's 926. Recently, my other half and I went out to dinner but didn't want the same old, same old. Fogo de Chon was the perfect place to go. We even enhanced our meal to include...